Okay. 420. <laughs> Ian, at what age would you feel comfortable with Owen smoking weed? Ooh. Mm, uh, 19? Uh, Whoa, assuming 19. it's legal at this point? Uh, well, assuming it goes legal, it'll probably be like 18 or 22, whatever. Yeah, 20, 21 would be my conservative estimate. 19 would be my less conservative estimate. And when did you start smoking weed? Sooner. Okay. <laughs> and he's your I, son, so I'm going to assume. <laughs> yeah. I would like to, you know, I would like to see his prefrontal cortex as fully developed as possible mm-hmm. before yeah. he starts experimenting with do that. You, do you feel that that's fucked you up in some way? Probably. Although, only less, less so when I talk to you, but... More so when I talk to everybody else. <laughs> the fuck is that supposed to mean? <laughs> you make me feel you, your your crippling apathy helps to normalize my crippling apathy. <laughs> oh, I really thought that was a roundabout way of saying like you're a dummy, and I feel really <laughs> smart talking to you. Nope, <laughs> nope. The total, totally not that at all. <clears throat> it's the total unintentional empathy. <laughs> you think apathy? See, I thought. You think apathy has something to do with it? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> yeah. I think it has something to do with my apathy. Oh. Well, what has that explained me? I didn't smoke that much weed. <laughs> Again, that's why I like talking to you about it, because it helps to normalize it for me. <laughs> Jared's like, yeah, that happens. Everything's pretty lame. <laughs> I do think that uh, pot does contribute to apathy. I don't know if it has a li- that much of a lingering effect. It, gets, it depends on how much you smoked. Or is it just apathetic people are attracted to smoking weed? Also possible. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a strong hypothesis. Damn, I wish I did smoke weed. That would explain my fucking <laughs> just laziness. My weed smoking youth was weird. I smoked a lot in middle school, and then I stopped in high school, mainly because my circle of friends changed. In middle school? Yeah. Lots. Jesus, Karen. I know. I was hanging around with a bad crowd, man. No kidding. Christ. <laughs> but I don't think I'm that um, I'm forgetful, evidently. Not... Uh, <laughs> It did not affect you adversely. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think first time I was 14 or 15 when I first smoked. Hmm. That sounds about right. 10th grade sounds familiar to me because I thought I, yeah, because I started the year with, you know, high hopes and a strong attitude and I was taking chemistry and physics simultaneously. Oh. And then I started experimenting with weed and all of a sudden I was just taking chemistry. <laughs> I smoked out of an aluminum can that you yeah yeah you poke the holes in and then bend it in the middle, put the hole in the back. Mm, that's good eating. So I I did that like two times with <laughs> with a, with a friend of mine and sure. never didn't get high or anything. I mean I still bragged about it in school. Like, Guess what I did last night, man? Smoked a little weed, <laughs> right? And then I went to my friend's house, another friend, and he's like, "Yo, you smoked weed? You want to smoke some weed?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yo, check out what my mom's got," mm-hmm. and I'm like. What is that? Some kind of ceramic dildo? He's like, it's called a bong. And I'm like, neither one of us knew what we were in for. And I'm like, cool. It's just a different way of smoking, I guess. Okay. Dude, that still goes on record for being one of the most high I've ever been in my life. (laughs) I believe it. And we were like hanging out on a cliff. Oh, (laughs) Yeah, it was bad. His mom was cool as shit, though, because... I ended up taking it home with me for some reason. Like, we were planning something. Uh. And, like, two months goes by. He might work for, like, 14, 15 years old. I walk in, and his mom's like, hey, Jared. And I'm like, yeah. He's, she's like, can I have my bong back? And I'm like, <gasps> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it for you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> a 
that's solid. I like that mm-hmm. story. His stepfather had an extensive porn collection. <laughs> and what's weird is he left it out in the open. Like, he had the, just the videotapes right. all out on this <laughs> like, rack. Like you do. <laughs> no, but here, here's the weird part. But there was, but he also had a bar over the, over the, over the rack. So you couldn't pull them out unless you had a padlock key <laughs> to Display open it up and them. get this bar. Yeah. <laughs> like, not like the, not because you remember back in those days, the porn boxes were like gigantic. Right. It wasn't that. He just had the actual VHS tape in there. I'm like, and then, you know, then like regular movies. And I'd be like, why can't we watch these movies? I'm trying to pull. He's like, oh, those Bob's porn movies. Don't fucking touch them. Until <laughs> <laughs> we picked the lock and then we watched all of Bob's porn movies. <laughs> uh, that's the way life should be. <laughs> yeah. Kids are going to kid, man. No matter what you do, kids find a fucking way around it, man. <laughs> Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, April 20th, 2021. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give opinions from a secular point of view. Uh, you can join in to our conversation by going to our Patreon page and signing up, which will allow you to uh, join our Discord channel and chat with us while we record Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, or if you can't do that, you could post to our Facebook page or tweet to us at Profane Arg. Uh, on this show, I'll be talking about I got some uh, Pakistan's new attitude. They're changing things up. Uh-oh. Oh. If you believe that. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but first, you know, it's Taco Tuesday on 420, <laughs> and Chauvin was found guilty on all counts. Like, and Woo-hoo. we're doing a podcast and not just throwing a party. Like, what's going on? Why are we? <laughs> I-, I am shocked that this verdict didn't come down tomorrow. And then we would have had to wait six days to talk about it when nobody else was talking <laughs> right, about it. Right. That's usually how this happens. Yeah. <laughs> Highly inconvenient to us. Yeah. But it turned out. Yes. <laughs> Everything happens on one day. Thanks, Justice. <laughs> well, let's see. We have to wait. I bet you the verdict will come down on Wednesday. On a Wednesday. Oh, I'm the sentencing. The, ver- the sentencing. Yeah, the sentencing. Yeah, probably. Sorry. That's like two weeks out. So eight weeks out. Eight weeks. Wow. Yeah. In the meantime, he's in jail. Yeah. That must be fun having to cool your heels in fucking jail for two months, waiting to see. Make what, yourself what's comfortable. Happen to you. <laughs> yeah. Didn't they announce today that the appeal will be completely successful? Hmm. I read on the news today that the judge at the trial said that uh, because of what Maxine Waters said, that the defense will appeal and win. No, appeal. I heard some maybe that the appeal will be heard. Yeah, to appeal and overturn. Hold, I'll, I'll look it up while we discuss what right. went on. No, I heard something that she she opened her mouth. I don't know how that's related to his case. What she said, but and remind then me ju- what was said. I don't recall. She said something about if the verdict doesn't come down the way you want, you should protest in people's faces more or something to that. You should get more confrontational. Right. And then this is before the verdict came down. And then the judge said something to the effect that because of her statement could have tainted, you know, what yeah, people he said he would not approve a mistrial, but it will make a uh, appeal that much more likely to be successful. Well, it definitely would make the uh, an appeal like available. I don't know about it being successful. That doesn't seem I mean, there are plenty of things that they can try and appeal on. But and for, they will. for the most part, they're, they're just going to be 
go nowhere. This is this is not the last time this is going to be in court. He's going to appeal. They'll try it again, at least some of the charges. I mean, yes, probably. I would not be at all surprised. But it's going to be many, many years. It'll cost lots and lots of money. And ultimately, he'll spend time in jail. But doesn't isn't this jury sequestered? I assumed. I didn't yes. think that the jury was sequestered until the uh, final. Uh, okay, so if they are not sequestered and then she made that statement, eh, I could kind of see some wiggle room. Uh, the judge said that they were instructed not to listen to the news. Right. Right. So that's why he couldn't declare mm. it a mistrial. Oh, okay. Well, then I don't see how their verdict could be tainted. Yeah, I mean, one congressperson saying something is not allowed to say anything to, to, to screw up a trial. That seems a little bit much. I mean, how many... You know, thousands of people are not allowed to say anything. Tens of thousands of people. What? In, in order Hold for on. him, I gotta. In order for him to not get a free trial. I'm not trial. following you at all. I'm well, sorry. I'm really in the weeds suddenly. Well, I mean, so she's one of. <laughs> it is 420. How she's one of. <laughs> she's one of how many people that aren't allowed to say anything about the case. In order, well, I mean, that could the, the the appeal is the argument is that could be resolved by them having sequestered the jury for the entire trial. Mm. Then anybody can say whatever they want, and it wouldn't matter. But again, if they had, if they didn't hear what she said because they were well instructed not to watch the news, yeah. maybe they did. When you go to your appeal, you're going to be like, "Well, Maxine Waters said this," and then I'm going to be like, "Well, they didn't hear it, so it doesn't matter." Right. Yeah, right. We'll see. I don't. I, there's no way he's getting off. Not, not on any appeal. No way. He's being made an example of. Is mm. <laughs> what's happening? Uh, this is the line in the sand. This is too far. Okay. Yeah, I mean, guilty on all counts, and they tried to get bail, and the judge is like, nope. Remand. <laughs> no bail. Yeah. Has he been on bail this whole time? Yeah. Oh, he has. Yep. He looked pretty cool, calm, and collected. I think he knew it off. was coming, yeah. Well, the fact that they came in and said, yeah, we're going to have a verdict later today, at, the, <laughs> at that point, you're like, oh, well, it's been less than like 24 hours, so, okay, yeah. well, we know how that went. Yeah. There's not much it's arguing going on really there. really good or really bad. <laughs> So the reports are that he's probably only going to get 12 years, though, for the sentencing. I actually have no idea what the uh, what the possibilities are. I haven't looked it up. Yeah, it was Max's 40 for... It, it, it gets a little wacky depending on... if Since he's guilty on all of them, only the, the worst one counts or mm. something like that under Minnesota law. But then they take into account prior convictions, which he has none. Um, so that, so they, they average it out and they, they said 12 and a half years. So 40 is the max, but he won't do that because no prior convictions. And he'll get time served yeah. and, you know, bit good behavior, yada, yada. 12 seems about right, yeah. 12 out and 8. <laughs> yeah, probably. Ian, what do you think? That's four more than I was expecting. I was blown away. I was never – I have not been this happy to be this wrong <laughs> in recent memory. So you so what, you were thinking eight years? No, I was thinking – I was – I assumed until today – that he was going to get off on everything but manslaughter because oh. I watched none of the trial and I read none of the trial. And just for me, the idea of proving intent that he, you know, saw him and was like, hey, I'm going to kill this guy. It'll be awesome. Jeez, uh, that seems hard to prove, but apparently they did a great job of it. And I totally assume justice was served. Well, it, I'm way into this verdict. I gotta tell you, his defense mm -hmm. was horrible. Well, there is no defense. No, I don't know how the defense <laughs> could have done better, to be honest. Like, I don't they didn't know, yeah, have anything. But. That's, yeah, I'm just saying, like, you know, again, I didn't really watch it either, because it's just boring, and, mm. you know, it's, it's there's only so many times you can hear nine minutes and 26 seconds, or whatever the, the time limit is, but they gave, the defense gave a three-hour 
closing argument. And I was like, oh, let me see what this guy's what this guy's gotta say. And he starts out just explaining how court works <laughs> to the jury. He's like, I just want to remind you that he's innocent until guilty. <laughs> like this was instructed to you. This was their defense. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> And I was like, whoa, man, <laughs> you're throwing anything against the wall here. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear some of it because I was sitting in a doctor's office waiting room and he was talking about how uh, I'm trying to suggest that it was pre-existing conditions combined <laughs> with drug use. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just opened that door. George Floyd fell out dead. I don't know what to say. And the he, man's innocent. And he was distracted. 15 people were yelling at him to get off that person's neck. That's very distracting, Ian, when you're, <laughs> when you're trying to kill somebody. <laughs> I mean, trying not to kill them, but yeah. when you are killing them, you know, it's just a vicious circle. <laughs> well, I'm I, like Ian said, I think that as a podcast, we were thinking that this wasn't going to happen. There was no way he was going to get guilty on all three accounts. I, I, I beg to differ. Yeah, I, I did not say that. Mm. Well, I don't I didn't say it either, but Ian said it. And I don't remember us putting up much of an argument. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I distinctly recall saying so far what I've seen, it looks pretty damning. And I said, it's all going to come down to that body cam footage. If that body cam footage shows George Floyd being very rambunctious and and this and that, then it's over. But that never came up or they showed it and nobody cared. So it wasn't on there. So I was like, man, he's going down. (laughs) When I saw the body cam footage that they did air uh, just at the trial, it was he was resisting arrest. That it was clear. But he was like pushing. He was trying to not get in the car. He was resisting arrest. He was like at the minimal level of resisting arrest right and yeah to to then have him on the uh, pavement for that long it's just it's it's insane so i'm happy that 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 happened it's to me this isn't really even a step forward toward progress though it's it's a you know it's a little bit of justice i think we have a, a very long way to go before you know problems with police are resolved in this country yeah well you i mean it's 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 kind of disappointing to think about this but we only know about this one and this thing only went down because somebody filmed it yeah right you know and if uh if i was the taser lady the woman who switched who got the two the gun and the taser confused i would not be happy right now no considering what's happening pat robertson came out against her did you see that yeah i did yeah (laughs) when pat when you can't even get pat robinson on your side (laughs) He's holding a gun and a taser. He's like, I don't get it. (laughs) You're toast. All right. uh, Anything else on that subject before we move on? Oh, that pretty much that pretty much summed it up. She's she's doomed. Mm -hmm. If if none of this had happened and she were still just a woman, she'd be doomed. Now that now that a white man can go to jail, she's super doomed. (laughs) What I don't understand though is in all these situations, why does the why does the person who committed the the, the the crime and the like the chief of police always resigns because they create they are responsible for the environment that allowed it to happen oh okay yeah yeah the same reason why you know if you go oh and 16 in your season the coach is fired and all the players get to renegotiate their contract oh okay <laughs> all right that makes sense Things I mean, should have gone differently. I mean, f- yep. <laughs> for for a cop to be able to um, think that that was was acceptable means that there was a habitual lack of good training on that police force. I mean, but is it possible? But I mean, is it? I mean, first of all, the chief of police is not responsible for their training. Ultimately, they yeah. go. They get no. They go as far as I know. They go to the police academy. That's when. That's before they a, become where, a police officer, right? Which is shorter than getting to go to the hairstylist school. Yeah, <laughs> right. 
And then periodically they go back in for like continuing ed type stuff. Yeah, There's but not like on the spot training, is there? No, they watch videos and do on range. Shooting. Well, yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> seminars and shit like that. Yeah, but, but again, if the police, the police chief is responsible for how his police officers act and what they do. Like, okay, is this is a situation where, like, if I'm the captain of the ship, I am responsible, even if I've done everything perfectly, I am responsible for everybody's actions on this ship. Well, I think the point is that if he, if that if the chief had done everything perfectly, he would not have that attitude and still be uh, on the force. That's not necessarily true. I mean, yes, people can, you know, um, you, you might pretend enough that you don't know, but... Right, or just go, you know, yes you to death and then go out and do whatever you want. I mean, you don't know. I'm just wondering if it's like one of those situations where, like, I, I'm responsible for everybody's actions under me, whether I did the right thing or the wrong thing. I would say pretty much, yeah. Okay, that clears it up. Also, what the hell is going on in this country? Uh-huh. I can't turn on the news without hearing about somebody get fucking shot. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of pent up from the, the, from the COVID. We're catching up again. It's yeah. It's either a cop shooting somebody or somebody shooting a bunch of people every fucking day. Yeah, we're back to normal. Jeff says we're healing. <laughs> we're healing. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. <laughs> so I did want to uh, to mention this as uh, part of the follow up section. Uh, Jared, you had mentioned that uh, Q documentary Into the Storm. I think it was called. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. We spent some time this week and watched it. It's like a six-episode miniseries kind of documentary. And, uh, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. If you're interested in the background of how Q came to be and how 8chan and 8coon and all that works. And it breaks it down. probably who Q is, mm. um, it's a pretty good watch. So I didn't finish it yet. I think I have, like, maybe one and a half to go. Okay. Do they give you a definite answer or do they just go... It's clearly, I mean, because there they was make a, a point where I was like, okay, because at one point, I mean, I like the guy who does a documentary because at one point he's like, okay, I got a suspect now, it's Steve Bannon, right? And then he goes right. through all the things and he's like, then I came to the conclusion, there's no way it could be Steve Bannon, but right. it sure made, you know, so was it, is it the sun? The end, the end wraps <laughs> it up. The, the ending wraps it up fairly well, and and he's talking to a person who gives away something, and he was like, "Yeah, we both know what you just said," and and he's like, "Yeah, I okay, yeah." Wow. <laughs> so it's pretty definitive as to who Q is. Okay. By the end, or at least by this reporter, clearly though, he still says, I'm, "I was never Q." Mm. Right. But. Yes. But there's also something that you, that's in one of the earlier episodes that's interesting too, and that is when um, Q moves from I think it's four chan to eight chan, the, the his tone changes, and this person right, did right. A, did a linguistic study and said that it's a different person. Yeah, there was more exclamation points and right, just the, the way that they talked changed. was different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that the 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 break point of time was December first, two thousand seventeen, and that just so happens to be the day that Michael Flynn um uh, pled guilty. To lying to the FBI. Mm. Mm. Was Michael Flynn the original Q? <laughs> eh, I don't know. It's possible. He is way into that Q. He is way into that Q shit. He is. Oh, yeah. That's just Karen's theory, though. <laughs> it matches up. Um, but in any case, it's a good watch. Uh, I don't want to give it away because it is interesting. It's It really gives you a perspective on the, the guy that created uh, A-Chan originally mm. and how he completely regrets doing so mm-hmm. but uh yeah it's, it's interesting it's worth a watch those Watkins, though the guys who own hn now mm. oh yeah not only is hn full of fucking scumbags but holy shit is that father a piece of shit oh yeah mm-hmm. 
He is something else. Total (laughs) piece of shit. And his son is definitely a product of his work. Mm. Oh, yeah. He he did a number on that kid. Yeah. So, moving on. Um, In any case, thanks for recommending that, Jared. I I enjoy it. No problem. News. Uh, There is a group of news outlets, specifically the Scientific American, Columbia Journalism Review, The Nation, The Guardian, uh, Telemundo, Al Jazeera. There's a whole bunch of uh, news organizations that have now changed. You know how we used to call it global warming and then we changed it to climate change because it isn't necessarily always going to be warmer and trying to... Right. Well, now they're changing... Snowballs their, in Congress. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They're changing the uh, nomenclature again and starting to refer to it as the climate emergency. Hmm. Okay. So if you see that, yeah, this is a determined we, we need to do this now because it has become an emergency the number of fires across the globe not just in california but just just the acceleration of of everything a lot of these uh journal outlets are like yeah we've uh we've got to escalate this like right now we have to make people more aware so yeah i, mean, I thought that was an interesting move <laughs> i mean aren't we sort of beyond the point where we can do anything anyway um we do can... anything i would no. say no all right because uh, I remember seeing this on Cosmos, which scared the living shit out of me. <laughs> so you know, did season two of that ever come out? Yes, it's on Disney Plus. If you want to watch it, oh, I do. And this was in season two. Uh, so there's the five great extinctions, right? That we have. Did you know that we finally are in the six, and they gave it a name? Hmm. No, it's called the Ant- Anthrocene extinction. They're like, we're in it. We're in the extinction Please. event right now. Well, I yeah. mean, th- there's, there's, um, you know, animals going extinct daily at this point. So, yeah, because of yeah, climate well, this change. This one's named for 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 us, right? Uh, well, we I, caused I believe it. An- <laughs> I think Anthracene came out to be like a self fulfilling extinction event or something like that. And I was like, oh, Neil, why are you gonna ruin my high, man? <laughs> I love watching this show. <laughs> well, I mean, so, yeah, all those animals that are going extinct, it's a, there's a lot of them. So, yes, yeah, we the are. Humans. <laughs> uh, no, the hum- humans will be fine for a little while longer, but then it's all going to go to shit. <laughs> yeah, well, it turns I mean, out we need all those other animals to survive. So, yeah. And the trees. Or at least in the numbers that we currently have. You know, uh, in, in the air. Yeah, air. <laughs> air be good. In a related uh, news article, Ars Technica has an article talking about Google Earth. You can now do a 3D time machine on Google Earth. So you can zoom into a spot and do a. Uh, 3D time lapse <laughs> over the last 37 years. Wow. It's interesting and related because it can really show you how the uh, all the glaciers are melting. Mm. So, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> It'll show well, you how, other things as well, but the the one how thing are they, is, how are they able to go back that far though? That's a good question. I don't know. Sat- satellite imagery, old satellite imagery, I don't Oh, really? Yeah. There's probably some CGI thrown in to blend in the middle. They said that they gathered more than 24 million satellite images from 84 to 2020. So, wow. I mean, we've had satellites taking pictures of the Earth for lots of years now. So it started black and white. So some of it, when you go back further, it's black and white. But meh, you don't get that much detail from that far up anyway. So, Well, I'd really like to see how Milford has changed. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could do that. I haven't actually checked it out yet, but uh, except for the images that they had on the website. It's kind of interesting. I did see a, a, a similar picture where they showed it, uh, but they did it of Dubai. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how much that's changed since, like, 84. Yeah, they've been doing that for a long time. All right, other news. 
Um, there was an article that I wanted to mention on LA Times. Supreme Court is uh, coming out with a decision on Fulton versus Philadelphia, which is about publicly funded religious adoption services yeah. and how they're discriminating against uh, LGBTQ. And yeah, the the one attorney basically said there's a real danger of uh, if this goes through in the Supreme Court uh, rules that discriminating against LGBTQ is is fine as long as you're you know say you're doing it in for with religious values. The attorney says there's a real danger, widespread refusal that goes back to uh, treating LGBTQ people as uh, couples as second class, which, as uh, as is stated on uh, the Center for Inquiry, where I got that, um, that that's probably their goal. So yeah, and it, it just goes back to the idea that what's her name? I can't think of her name now. All I'm I'm getting is Marjorie Taylor Greene, the <laughs> the new uh, the Coney newest Barrett. Supreme Court person. Barrett. Yes, Amy Coney Barrett. And there's, th- there's three name. Names, they always, they just blend for some reason. Um, now that Amy Coney Barrett is on there, she pretty much gets the, the deciding vote and is able to, like, push things in her direction. give you a hint what she's going to decide. <laughs> <laughs> she will always vote to kill prisoners, um, to, um, quote, save the unborn, and fuck over LGBTQ um, people. That is her shtick every time. Well, that's what she's there to do. Yeah. Yep. That's why she was put there. Gross. Gross. She's she's not there because of her impartial view of justice. No. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, for me, <laughs> when you say that she's quoted as saying, save the unborn, mm. it immediately makes me think she's a lich. <laughs> <laughs> Meh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I also wouldn't be that shocked if I were right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but uh, uh, gross nonetheless. Yeah, yeah that briar, he's going to hold on for dear life till Joe Biden's gone and Tucker Carlson's president. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> well, at least we'll always have something to talk about. Yeah. You know, common man, <laughs> salt of the earth, Tucker Carlson. Yeah. So the next thing that I have, uh, Mike Lindell. He's going to be creating a new free speech social media site to take create, place of uh, Twitter. It. Oh, yeah, my well, God. Yeah. Yesterday was fantastic. His life went what to shit yesterday. Mess. <laughs> What a mess. So what happened yesterday? Yeah. Well, so yesterday he launched it and he was on, I don't know, it was OAN or somebody, some right-wing retards. And um, he was talking about, all right, we're going to launch it. And um, he got pranked by somebody saying that he was, they were saying that they were Trump. They had people calling (laughs) in um, to say that, and that he would answer the phone and it would just be, um, curse words out the wazoo he, his whole site was ddos so it was down didn't launch and they they told him that trump was on the line to talk to him and the guy pranked him it was amazing it was good <laughs> i did see that i didn't know that that really hurt him in any way but boy it was funny yeah. <laughs> don't worry Ian, because there's video of it out there and you could watch it if you want <laughs> so the entire premise of the site is that it is a safe haven for free speech that's his words mm-hmm. however they prohibit curse words, pornography, and blasphemy. So, <laughs> free you speech. know, free speech. Mm-hmm. Ish. <laughs> Only speech now, that saying, we like. <laughs> I don't think that he should be starting up the next A-chan, but still. It's <laughs> as opposed overpaid. to those oppressive sites like Twitter and Reddit, where you can right. find as much porn as you want, and as much <laughs> curse words. But. Yeah. Right. but no free speech. <laughs> right. Well, when you tell the truth, that's lying. <laughs> See how that works? <laughs> Oh, that was the other thing, too. He, you can tell all the lies you want about, 
you know, the, the election, but um, he's, you know, all about the truth. Only the truth could be on there. I mean, it's, it's complete garbage, obviously. We know Only this. Only the truth as he sees it. Yep. I know I've said this before, but Mike Lindell is clearly back on crack, right? I mean, it's very <laughs> clear to me that he's back on smoking crack. Something, yeah. Because is, is he, was he in recovery? He's a former crackhead. Yeah. Oh, he's probably smoking crack again. He's on hey. the crack of Jesus. I, I, I only I only say this because only a person smoking crack could be doing all this and just someone going and looking at him going, Mike, you are ruining your brand. Mm. You look like a fucking moron. And he's like, no, 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 stop the steal. I'm going to start my own Facebook. Really, dude? You're going to go up against the Zuck on this? <laughs> like, I'm that- going to build my own Facebook with blackjack and hookers. Exactly. I mean, that's exactly what it is. And not only that, it's like... Uh, I mean, yes, it was DDoS, but even before that, it's just an unstable network because he's, nobody knows what they're fucking doing. No. The My Pillow guy is gonna is going up against Silicon Valley? Yeah. Give me a fucking <laughs> break, dude. You invented a <laughs> shitty pillow, you fucking crackhead. Uh, the, the weird, the, the strangest part of all of it is all he had to, to do was shut up and go home. And, you know. And keep selling his keep pillow. selling his pillows. <laughs> he just <laughs> needed to. Live the comfortable life. <laughs> He got a taste of fame at the next level. Couldn't let it go. I mean, to show you what kind of infrastructure he's got around him, he's taking random phone calls thinking it's Donald Trump. Yep. Right. Live. Live. Yeah, live on, on – I mean, give me – and he believed it. Yep. Got all super excited. He did. I mean, I have a Donald Trump soundboard on my phone. I could have had a whole conversation. He was like, oh, it's the real president. <laughs> Oh, he called him the real president. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. It was great. Mike, put down the pipe, brother. <laughs> Buy, get a pool and sit in in the sun and enjoy your life. <laughs> you made millions on a dumb product that I can buy in Walmart for five bucks. Yeah. I don't understand. I just don't understand. Is it just that he got into the limelight and just wants to, you know, feed off of it more and more? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I told you he got a taste. He got a taste of fame at a new level, and he can't let it go. Power right. and fame. Yep. But okay, I, I can only imagine what happened was is I mean, like he was pretty famous for. I mean, like I didn't know I didn't know his name, but I knew him as the My Pillow guy. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, and also he's rocking that mustache. Not many people can do that. <laughs> he he so can't he either. Pretty, he but... was pretty. <laughs> Right, but I'm just—he was pretty identifiable. Yeah, you know, like if, I'd be like, "Oh shit, it's the my pillow guy," <laughs> right? And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he showed up at that one press conference with Trump. Remember this? Right. Where he's, and then started ranting and raving about the Bible. Now I can only assume that he was there supporting Trump on some tax bullshit, like probably. Was, uh, yeah. So some, yeah. I mean, that's another reason he comes out of the gate. But he spouts off this fucking Bible shit, and all the fucking. MAGA people are like, holy shit, let's buy my pillows, and he's the greatest, and propped them up, and that little bit right there was what it was. It wasn't just the selling the pillow and being the my pillow guy, because he was quiet right. for a long time, never heard him. So we're saying it was that little bit, that little taste he got there, that little bump, that he was like, I could run for Congress or something, right? Because <laughs> I'm expecting that next from him. Sure. That he is running for something. That would make sense, yeah. And then... Was he just, like, maybe he was making more money and he got back on the pipe and then he just went off the deep end? Because, like... Viable, sure. He's not an intelligent man. No. Isn't he? And he's being sued for a lot of money. Oh, billions. Yeah. Uh, Isn't he counter-suing for $1.8 billion? 
<laughs> Against Dominion? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm sure that'll go well. Oh, yeah. Does it, Has Jeff made an account on his uh, social media site yet? I don't know. You said he had a project to do post-show, so. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that. What is it called? I mean, not that I want to give him any... Uh... It was going to be called Frank Talk, but I think he got sued for that. Or it was going to be something else, and it is Frank Talk. I don't know. Google is your friend. You'll figure it out. Frank Talk? Yeah. <laughs> they were so they going to have a Frankathon. Yeah. Is this is this site registered with, like, Squarespace? Like... <laughs> <laughs> well, they're going to have, you know, Frank Talk. It, it's, a, it's a pun. Frank Speech. Frank Speech. Oh, Sorry. okay. My bad. <laughs> Who's Frank and how do I get in on this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lowercase F in Frank. So he was he did this all on his own. I, yeah. <laughs> I want to call it Frank speech. <laughs> I'm sure it's very 90s-esque. All right. I'm moving on to uh, some politics stuff. Biden. We bring up uh, him. Try to bring him up every week and see, you know, what, what he's doing good. Maybe what he's doing not so good. So this week I did want to mention that he pulled the Trump era gag rule on the Title 10 family planning. So... It basically the the gag rule was if you are any sort of government sponsored agency and you refer somebody to an abortion clinic, uh, you lose all of your government money. Wow, that's the gag rule. You're you're gagged. You can't say abortion. You can't promote abortion. You can't say that it's a possibility. If you do, you lose all your government funding. So Biden pulled that. Man, how is that legal? It is no longer. Uh, it was done as an executive order, so... Did yanked it, sure. Yeah, can undo that. Good. So that's a good thing. Yeah. He's getting through them. It's just a lot to get through. It's four it years is. of nonsense. I, again, but I gotta think, like, as a lifelong devout Catholic, being okay with abortion has to be killing him. Yeah. Yeah. He like, takes maybe he's he, able to separate the two things. He, and he takes some heat I mean, from his church about it, so... But listen, he, by, if there's one thing that Biden does is he knows which way the wind's blowing. Sure. <laughs> kind of, sort of. He's a, he's, a, yeah. he's a politician. Well, he's a politician yeah. in, in in that he knows what the, 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 the population actually is in support of abortion. So he, he is in support of abortion. And it's just it's just like politicians that change the quote, change their mind um, for gay marriage. They change their mind because the population went, hey, no, seriously, we really, we really want you to change your mind on this. And then, OK, the population wants this. Well, this is what we're going to do, because it turns out they're yeah. actually supposed to represent what we want, not the other way around. Unless you're a Republican, then you have to have a daughter or a nephew mm. or something be gay. Yes, then, yes, yes, yes. Sure. Change yeah, it. Like, like, I don't know. This is a little bit off topic, but, uh, you know, Jesse Waters from Fox News? Vaguely. Uh, yeah. He just had a baby and he was showing pictures of his baby and he was like, you know, I wasn't for paternity leave before this, but uh, I used to make fun of people about paternity leave. But uh, now that I have a baby, I think it's a good idea. <laughs> Fucking ass. <laughs> Piece of shit. Just, just said it on the show. <laughs> it's affected me. Now I want it. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the people that are, that are not in support of unemployment until they need it. Like, oh, wow, this is really, this is, this is handy. We should do this. Yeah. Dicks. <laughs> Get your hands out of my Medicaid. <laughs> So one thing that I, I do I do like bringing up, and not that I like it, but I think since we said so many negative things about Trump for as long as we could, mm. you know, if Biden does something wrong, I do want to point it out. And he did, whether it was wrong or not, like the whole immigration people mm. being allowed in uh, – he The refugees, refugees, right? That's what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. 
he decided that uh, he had made a decision that he wasn't going to raise those numbers back up. They're at an all-time low, the number of people we uh, allow in uh, as right. refugees. And uh, he d decided he wasn't going to raise the number back up. And uh, he got a little bit of flack for that. And people, like, railed at him and said, no, you ran on that. You better not just turn a, a blind eye to it. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll do something. <laughs> well, that was a mistake what we said. There was a little miscommunication. When I said, keep it the way it is, I meant raise it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Trump knock it down to like five people? Yeah, pretty much. He did. Yeah. Country. He did. I, well, I, I did uh, if I saw it, I can only assume that it was on John Oliver. <laughs> did a little uh, you know, piece on that because... It doesn't actually require any legislative action. It only requires him to sign an already completely filled out piece of paper. Right. Like just a signature. With a number. Just just pencil in 30 seconds in, in your schedule, bud. Just give it the old yeah. <laughs> Joey Biden. Yeah. Well, he did. <laughs> Bang. Right? He changed it. He did. Well, and and, and what he said was, uh, not that he said it, but what, what I heard with, that the administration said was well, they were concerned about the, the, the politics. They were concerned about the image that it would be that he was allowing more, more refugees in. So this is something the administration needs to get over. You're, how you're being viewed by the Republicans mm -hmm. doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, Seriously. they are never going to be on your side. You're you're never going to win them over. Just nope. give up right. on that. You guys are on borrowed time anyway. Yeah, if you gave all of them a check for a million dollars and flying cars for every fucking American in the country, <laughs> they will find a way to shit on what you have done because they will shit on oh, everything at the time. Yeah. yeah, which is why, and I, I I love this on Bill Maher where he called them the "I'm too old for this shit" president. Is <laughs> <laughs> what he kept referring to him as. Because everybody's been trying to get out of Afghanistan, and Biden's just like, fuck okay. it, September 11th, everybody's out, I don't care. <laughs> I, yeah, I, boy, I wish I, tell me more, tell me what I don't know about that, because I don't fully grasp as a civilian how we can be in a war for 20 years, and then when someone tries to end it, say we're leaving prematurely. Yeah. Right. Like, I can't wrap my head around that. Well, the the argument that we're leaving prematurely is that the Taliban is still there. The Taliban is going to we, – we've beaten them down quite a bit, but as soon as the American forces are out, the Taliban is going to come back in and, and take control. And right. it's going to be a living hell for a whole bunch of civilians that had tried to Americanize a little bit, tried to get out from under the sure. Taliban. So is, is there an end game of any variety, or are they talking permanent occupation? That's, I don't – There is no good answer. Nobody has an end game. Yeah. Let's just say it's been 20 fucking years. Yeah. It sounds like permanent occupation is the other is what because uh, anything. When's the Taliban going to give up? Never. When is. Yeah. When, and when is foreign occupation going to be? <laughs> how is that the answer? It, it isn't. Yeah. You're, but th th there is no good answer because if we leave, the Taliban is going to take over and subjugate all the women in the country. <laughs> very uncool. And shoot whoever right. they want. Very uncool. If we stay, we're just going to keep throwing buckets of money at a problem that as soon as we leave, it's going to happen anyway. For sure. So, yeah, and there's no way. Yes. So let's years. make them yeah. make them the 51st state. U.S. Yeah, U.S. <laughs> colony. Right. It has been 20 years for the United States. It has been, what was it, 13 years before that for Russia, and yep. then it was so many years for, I forget who was before that. Was it France or England? I don't remember, but I'm sure it was someone. Yeah. Afghanistan has been at war. There's been a war in Afghanistan for like the last 50 years. So- it and the Taliban's not going anywhere. No, nope. right. Every time we put 
people in there, they get new arms and equipment from Russia. When Russia put people in there, they got new arms and equipment from the United States. It's they're yeah. they're fairly well equipped for for you know low as their GDP is. Right. Yeah, and honestly, there's nothing we can do. No. It didn't if it's twenty years, fifteen, or thirty years. Uh, I heard it said that as soon as we leave, they're going to be playing soccer with people's heads. Yep. Yeah. And the craziest part of all of it. Then, then let's then let's cut our losses and get out yes. of there. That's what the that's what he's saying. And the yeah. crazy part is, is back in the seventies, they actually had a, a semi thriving democracy for a short brief, brief period of time. They they have the the. They had the infrastructure they? they needed. Yeah, Pakistan and Afghanistan both did. Not maybe not thriving. That's probably a stretch. But they they no, were they were I, headed I, in the I right mean, direction. I definitely know that Iran had a had a budding democracy, and then we shot yeah. him and <laughs> put installed the Shah, and everything went real bad after that. I mean, r- religious fundamentalism in Afghanistan and Pakistan have ruined these countries, and yes. there is nothing we can do to stop it. Cool. We'll just have to let. Let it run its course. So previous presidents, Obama and Trump, mm-hmm. have cl- have claimed to have done this. Did they just say they were going to do it and then just never did it? The generals or talked about it. Come- the army wants oh, to stay. The okay. army wants to stay because they don't like to lose. Okay, I just wasn't sure what the what the reasoning was for like. Because I, I know Trump Trump had some crazy plan too, didn't he? He was like, did. there's going to be a certain amount of people home, and then I don't know, never heard anything about it again. Well, right. then you know, Obama had the same plan, and then he did a surge. Instead, because he, he let the the, the 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 generals talk him into it. So, and President, fuck it, I'm an old man, said, nope, get it out. <laughs> the generals are right in that yeah. if we leave, the place becomes a hellhole again. Like, it becomes unsurvivable for a lot of the citizens. And yep. they're not wrong. But how long are we going to, you know, send people there and, and have people die for not making any progress? Right. That should we turn our back on on the people who who are against the Taliban? Well, no. But at the same time, I, like you said, we're just going to be there forever indefinitely and not actually make any progress. Yeah, right. Now that we don't have good old Jared in charge of peace in the Middle East anymore, we're doomed. <laughs> right. <laughs> what are we going to do? Yeah. What are those two chuckle fucks been up to? <laughs> Uh, I haven't down. heard fucking peep one out of them. His wife got vaccinated and got yelled at a lot on the internet, <laughs> and he's he's working on peace in the Middle East. Ivanka got shit for getting vaccinated from both sides. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you didn't do anything while you were in the White House, all the way to what are you doing? Five G man, antenna's going to come out of your forehead. <laughs> she got shit from both sides. It was fantastic. <laughs> Well, you know, I didn't realize – I thought Trump got vaccinated when he was out of office. I didn't realize he got vaccinated while he was in office. Oh, yeah, secretly in January before he before he left. What a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how do you explain that? Like, how do, you, why, how do you go – why did you not make a big deal out of this? <laughs> he hid it purposefully because it would hurt his chances of making money. <laughs> <laughs> so the doctors and everybody, if they're shooting him, they're all like, just so you know – this vaccination was top secret confidential. Do not tell a soul <laughs> about the president getting vaccinated. Yep. It'll hurt his standing with the South. It'll hurt his <laughs> his pocketbook with um, donations is the only thing that matters. Meanwhile, he will, in a press conference, just rattle off how he's, he's taking hydroxychloroquine. Yep. But when he gets the actual vaccine that he's supposed to be, you know, working to get everybody, yeah. No, right. keeping that secret. He was scared of Q. <laughs> sure. Boy, 
I'll, I'll give Donald Trump this. He has got just balls of steel <laughs> when it comes to the con. He don't give a fuck how anything looks. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. All right. Since we're talking about vaccine, I want to move on to coronavirus. Nice. So there's a Washington Post article that says that uh, near abs- absent are examples of COVID transmission at the beaches and other open spaces where breezes can disperse airborne particles. Distancing is easier and humidity and sunlight render the coronavirus less viable. So being outside now that it's nice out, you can actually start being outside, being around people. Don't get too close. Hmm. You probably still want to wear a mask in a group, but... You know, it's it's just a, a realization that that's something that's probably been played down, especially by a lot of media. People are like talking about how, you know, the numbers are going up and they always show people out on the beaches. As it turns out, the beach is one of the least likely places to uh, to spread the virus. So so what you're saying is no gangbangs this year. Probably no gangbangs. <laughs> OK. <laughs> <laughs> this is the darkest year yet. <laughs> Well, they actually say, uh, Jeff said, outside and hot and humid, boom, suckers, because he is living in Florida. Um, and that is one of the things. And uh, people in Florida, they took away some of the, the – well, there was never a mask mandate, I guess. But they, the mask mandates in Texas and in Florida, and the numbers aren't going up all that much. And it's because it's hot there. The sun's you can, out. You can be outside. Yeah, you can be outside and be relatively safe. Again – they still recommend social distancing, wearing a mask if you're going to be around people, especially if you're going to be, if you're at a beach and then going into a bar, hey, guess what? You're no longer outside. Yeah. Put a mask on. There's another article that I thought was interesting on Vox. If you have got the, the vaccine, you can still get COVID-19. Sure. The numbers are, the Pfizer vaccine is about 95% effective. That's the top one, 95%. That means one in every 20 person could still get the virus. You'll probably fight it better, but you'll still get it and you can still transmit it to other people. Yes. Potentially. So it's like, you know, if you've ever played poker, just because the person only has two cards to, you know, two outs to save them, that doesn't mean that those two outs aren't coming. Hmm. 95% 95% isn't 100%. Uh, Moderna is about 94%, so really good as well. Johnson & Johnson is somewhere between 66 and 72% effective. So none of them are 100% effective. You could still get the virus. So it, we still need to be careful. We still need to, yeah, again, it, social distance, wear masks when necessary. And the Johnson & Johnson will prevent you from getting... It's a higher percentage chance of you not getting seriously ill or hospitalized. So even though it's only you still might catch it, but it'll be a milder run because your immune system eventually will go, oh, that I got it. Right. So. You'll still be ahead of the curve on that. Yeah. Right. Unless, of course, you listen to one of our favorite people, Tucker Carlson, <laughs> who on his show says he, apparently he looked at those numbers and say 95 percent vaccines don't work. And that's what he's propagating. Oh, God. Vaccines just don't work whatsoever. He, he says that Fauci and the clinical trials, they, it has been proven that the vaccines don't work. What a fucking dickhead. I mean... <laughs> yeah, polio just went away on its own. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and measles and chicken pox and... Scarlet fever's just been on a long vacation. <laughs> smallpox. We'll be back any yeah. minute. Well, measles is back from a long vacation. Well, only because people aren't getting vaccinated. Thanks, anti-vax. <laughs> right. 
And with Tucker, right along with him, Alex Jones is saying that not only was COVID-19 released upon the world intentionally, but it was for the purpose of getting everyone injected with a vaccine that gives them massive brain damage. Wow. Makes you gay, too. No, no, wait. That's another person. <laughs> yeah, that's a gay. Yeah. What do Tucker Carlson and Alex Jones have to gain from stopping people getting vaccinated? What I hear it is, is that there's not a lot of shit to talk about with Joe Biden. <laughs> sure. So they, so Tucker, like all of Fox News has taken, well, actually has gained a lot of traction back in viewers, but they did a, a serious dip during the election because, you know, they called it for Biden and everybody went to OAN and mm. Newsmax. But right. now those, now OAN and Newsmax have nothing to talk about. You know, they talked about Biden's dog yeah, and shit like that. So people have gone back to Fox News, I heard. But Tucker's got to hold them. Got to hold them in place. So it's, it's outrage media? If you don't keep people yeah. titillated, they'll wander off. Yeah, I mean, uh, and people believe this shit because they think Tucker Carlson is a newsman. <laughs> I mean, well, uh, I'm yeah, no, that's, willing, that's part of the trap. Will play- willing to bet everything I own that Tucker Carlson has gotten a vaccine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, it's the same thing that makes yeah. uh, QAnon so popular. It's the um, the conspiracy theory crazy hole. It, it's interesting. It's fascinating. It makes people think that they're in on it. So they, they, they toddle off with you and, and do their own research. I'm using air quotes. It must be real fun to work at Fox News. Yeah. <laughs> like as a cameraman or, you know what I'm saying, or a sound guy. Right. Like you listen to this shit and then like, I'm so curious like what Tucker does when he's off camera. When he cuts the commercial and just. Where he's like, whew, I'm going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately I puts on a mask. I, I imagine that you as a cameraman or whatever, that those people are treated like gods and you're treated like shit. So oh, yeah. I can imagine that would be a right. whole lot of fun. No, not just, but yeah, I hear you. To see someone come in from off stage and like stuff money into the empty hole where his soul used to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to keep him afloat. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're looking, they're oh. looking for people to watch them. Anywhere. So almost in line with this, and this was just a brief little story that I read today, but the uh, rockinist COVID denier <laughs> out there, Mr. Wango Tango himself. Whoa, really? Got, yep. Yeah, he got the vid and he came out on Facebook today and said that uh, it was horrible. It's really serious. And the last three days that he had it, he thought he was going to yep. die. The thing I was like, the nuge coming out and. Being like, sorry, now that it affects me, <laughs> I'm marginally less crazy. <laughs> Holy shit. So the one thing I read said that he was he had flu symptoms for 19 days. <laughs> like, he was sick for a very long time. <laughs> uh, I love it. <laughs> well, I forget how old he is, but he's getting up there. He's 72. Oh, he's so. got to be. He's 71, I think. How old? 72? 72, yeah. Wow. The nuge. We would have lost a national treasure. Seriously, <laughs> giving it up for the for the OG pedophile. <laughs> have people uh, now? Have they turned on him? The MAGA people? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't. I didn't do any follow up to see if his followership took a hit or anything like that. While funny, still not as funny as Chuck Woolery with the <laughs> denying COVID is fake or saying it's fake. Then his kid gets it and he goes, "COVID's real," and shuts down his Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> It was, I think it was out of Finland or Denmark, somewhere up in Scandinavia. There was, a, you know, the, the country's most famous COVID denier who was throwing illegal parties all the time. Yeah, he threw two parties and then like two days later he was dead from COVID. So there's a theme to this. Yeah. 
Yeah. Two people in my office just got it. Oh. Yeah. And you know what we our precaution was? No precaution. Yeah. <laughs> just come in. Uh, just come in. If you feel like you need to be tested, get tested. <laughs> <laughs> End of story. And I'm like, I'm halfway vaccinated. I don't know if this is going to make a difference. Yes, it helps. <laughs> Two weeks after your first okay. one, you've got uh, 80%, something like that, 70%. I think it's variable oh, okay. per person. That's why they you do the two. I got real lucky too because the the one of the people who had it uh, it is one of the uh, receptionists, and usually I bullshit with her <laughs> on the days that I'm in there. And that day I was just tired and grumpy and didn't feel like talking to anybody, so I stayed in my office the whole day. And that was the last day she was in there before they found out she had COVID. So I was in my office most of the day, and I was I was well into uh, probably three weeks into getting vaccinated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two or three. So I should be okay. Should be. Should I say mm. yes, you'll be A-OK. Are you and Ray both two shots in? Yes. Yes, we are. Okay. Got my st- I didn't remember if you went to Altoona for a second time or if you- Yep, this past Wednesday, I was down in, Al- okay. in, the, in Tunaville. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Oh, I love this Ted Nugent story. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so great. So the last I'm thing- really sh- Okay. Well, I'm moving on to uh, religious nonsense. If you do have any, yeah, do we have anything more on the COVID? Oh, coronavirus. I mean, and and I'm not super topical. If I come down to see my parents on Sunday, do you guys want to hang out? Huh? I'm just asking right there if they want to hang out on Sunday now that we're all vaccinated. Well, I'm only a few days into shot two, so. Ah, I see how it is. I'm I'm going to leave it up to Karen because she's way more. um, Next time. I don't know. How, I don't okay. know what verb I'm going for there. <laughs> Paranoid? <laughs> we more worried about it? I don't know. That doesn't really. <laughs> but I also don't have that verb, but I have the same situation here at my house. No, actually, uh, Jeff, I'm more susceptible. That's why I think that's why Karen is more worried about. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Concerned. All right. Last uh, last thing that I have, and it's well, I guess it's kind of next to last. But uh, Pakistan. I mentioned Pakistan in the beginning. We talked about Afghanistan. Let's talk about Pakistan. Pakistan has said that it will outlaw. The Islamic extremist organization Tarek e Labek, which is the group that has stirred up a bunch of the protests uh, over the blasphemy, uh, the French cartoonists, the Charlie Hebdo cartoons. They've had 340 people wounded, two police officers dead, and uh, <laughs> the interior minister has now said, we don't want to be known as an extremist nation. So this will go over well. <laughs> We're going to uh, we're going to outlaw this group because because we as Pakistan don't want to be known as an extremist nation. So civil Too war late. in three, two, one. <laughs> well, right. that is true. But Pakistan doesn't want to be known as extremist, and they have now? nuclear weapons too. Nuclear weapons. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Hey, man, they want Xbox Game Pass. They're trying to come into the modern world. <laughs> <laughs> so that I believe. Mm. Uh, but at the same time, Pakistani police has filed blasphemy cases against feminist marchers. There was a women's freedom march in, uh, uh, actually, I don't know when this was, but a few weeks back, or maybe a couple, couple weeks back, on a, on a Thursday, a couple weeks back, they basically did a march. They were all wearing the appropriate Islamic attire. They were all covered, and but there was a women's march. And so the police have now fire, filed blasphemy charges against the uh, leaders who did that march. Hey, guess what the uh, penalty is for the women's march? Blasphemy charge. Guarantee it's yeah. death. It stoning. is absolutely stoning. death. Stoning. Yeah. It's either death or stoning. So, you know, in this case, well, death. Since stoning <laughs> is death. Oh, right. <laughs> death by stoning. Say. Right. Well, you could just be lightly stoned. 
<laughs> Pakistan, I pull Xbox Game Pass from you now. You don't get it. Uh, I feel like there was also an easy 420 joke in there, but <laughs> being crushed with a giant rock really kind of... <laughs> a bit pebbling, just so small rocks. No bueno. <laughs> pebbling? Really? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it just takes longer. Yeah. Right. I don't think it's pebbling. I don't think it's mine either. I think it's probably a bit somewhere in between. Fist-sized rocks. Yeah, at your head. Yes, fist and bowling ball-sized yeah. rocks. Sounds unpleasant. Wow. I mean, they're not an extreme nation. Yeah, right. <laughs> we just want to kill our women for marching. <laughs> for thinking and not obeying. Holy <laughs> majolly. All right, final story I've got. This uh, was shifting gears rather dramatically, but uh, the last thing I have is a story written on the Religion News Service about uh, magic and Christianity. I thought it was interesting. It is written by somebody who is an expert in ancient magic and early Christianity. And basically, the uh, let me see if I can do the TLDR on, on the article. It's the, the idea she has is that, look, we Christianity had to poo-poo magic because in the beginning, there were so many people claiming that they worked magic that the prophets who were out there at the time trying to preach the word of Yahweh were basically doing the same magic tricks that other magicians were doing. The whole idea of a magus and magi, this comes from people who were priests. They, it, it comes from the Persian word magus, which were priests, and they had royal connections, and they did divinations, and they educated, and they performed miracles. So when Christians came along doing the exact same miracles, the Christians had to distinguish themselves and differentiate themselves, and they did that by saying, well, our magic isn't magic, it's from God. And your stuff is magic, and magic is evil. Mm. So there you go. There's your distinction. Basically, she what she's saying is, look, Jesus is magic, and you just need to get over it. So there's nothing wrong with okay, WandaVision. Okay, that that's what I was having. Oh, <laughs> it came around the WandaVision? <laughs> well, the first image on the, uh, on the article is Wanda, so... <laughs> That's funny. The whole time you were talking, I had this image of Jesus casting magic missile. <laughs> well, magic that, missile. That's that's where I got confused because at first I was like, okay, so we're just like talking about you know like fake magic, and then I was like, wait a minute, are we talking about real magic? And then I was like, oh, we're just talking about like magicians, like in Las Vegas. And I was like, oh no, we are talking about real magic. And then I was like, I guess we can watch Wandavision. I was all over the place. <laughs> the magic of friendship. <laughs> I really think that her argument is that because Jesus's magic was considered magic at the time, that makes it okay for you to watch WandaVision and Harry Potter and the Lord of the Rings and everything else. Hmm. Well, I mean, if it's a way for Christian people to get into other IPs, I'm for this article. Right, yeah. exactly. They can enjoy WandaVision just like I did. Without, I mean, I for can't sure. believe you would watch it and go, oh, this is blasphemous. <laughs> You're fucking stupid, but... <laughs> Interesting. I mean, I don't know how else. I mean, you know, your your typical Christian person that's trying to go into an indigenous tribe and say, "All right, we want you to believe in um, this guy named Jesus. Um, he died for our sins." And he's like, "He's dead." Oh, well, why why would you follow him if he's dead? Well, he he's not really dead. He went up to heaven. Well, what's heaven? Having that whole conversation must be very difficult if you don't have a magic trick <laughs> to get people's attention to say, "If you come with us, you get to, you get to see how the magic works." I suppose that's true, but I mean, it's it's true of all the other 
profits yeah. and everything going on at the time. And I have to say, I think people were a little bit more susceptible at the time. I think uh, Family Guy did quite a bit of sh- uh, quite a number of shows about that. <laughs> All right, uh, going to perform a miracle first. You just the first step is you need to turn, turn around. around, turn around, <laughs> turn around. Yeah, and every anything that you know is anything you can't um, explain is explained by magic. That's the whole God of the Gaps argument. And so because of because of this stupid thing that they did, this carried over and when they watch like Harry Potter, just because they refer to it as magic in the movie or in the books, they they can't watch it. Right. They don't like can't read the books, can't watch you, it. You can't. What about like Star Wars? Like they don't specifically say like the force is magic. Anything that um but- is Supernatural. Supernatural. Anything that's supernatural that is not attributable to God is evil because it's because it's turning you away from God. So these people can't watch Star Wars either, huh? Not enjoy it. Not le- that's that's a sad. I don't. I don't. That's even more depressed than a year without gangbangs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. A year without magic in your movies. Wow. <laughs> so Thor. So the, even the very mention of Thor. Oh. In the in the Marvel <laughs> cinematic use, that's out. He calls himself a god. god that's a, yeah, that's, that's layered and nuanced. That's <laughs> yeah. horrible. Yeah, he calls himself a, he calls himself a god. That's way out of bounds. Yeah. Either way, they didn't see that movie, and it was a real treat. You're missing out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all I've got. You guys got anything else? <laughs> nope. No, I'm still laughing about this WandaVision. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Was that article funded by Disney? <laughs> I <laughs> seriously don't think so. I, I don't believe that the uh, Religion News Network is funded by Disney. Probably not. <laughs> maybe, a, maybe, a sure well, maybe a sponsored article. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> right? All right. I think that's all we got for this week. Uh, I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, you can support it by uh, joining on our Patreon site. Or if you can't do that, you can share the podcast on social media, retweet, or share it on Facebook. Or leave a review on iTunes or wherever you happen to listen. If you would like to contact us, again, you can do so on our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. Uh, also, please check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network. Soon-to-be-namednetwork.com will get you all the previous and current podcasts for your listening pleasure. Uh, again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. And may your God go with you.